0: Hey guys, this is Yael. Welcome to Jewish Latin Princess. I'm so excited because today I'm launching the first of our new minisodes. You're listening to Jewish Latin Princess podcast by Yael. Every week, get your dose of inspiration from the world's most uniquely talented Jewish women. And from Yael herself. Seeking profound and practical ways to live a joyful, richer Jewish life? Welcome to Jewish Latin Princess podcast and now Jewish lifestyle expert and bilingual blogger at jewishlatinprincess.com, your host, Yael. mini are something new that I'm introducing to the show and I want to hear if you like them. I had the idea based on the many questions and requests for content that I was receiving, so I decided that in addition to more regular Ask Yael episodes and to our fabulous guest interviews... I could be with you every weekday. I want to give you a boost of inspiration, of confidence, of trust, of momentum in your financial journey, and frankly, in your life's spiritual journey as well. Because as you know by now, this show will always weave the spiritual and the physical because they're one. So here's day one of mini-sodes, and I would love to hear what you think. So this whole week, please, when you listen to these episodes, I want you to do one thing. I'm making it super easy for you, okay? So here's the deal. Leave a review on your iTunes app, which is easy. You just scroll down your podcast library. And when you find the show, you click on that image and you click on rating and review. Leave us a review and tell us if you like the Minnesota format and anything else you want to share about the show, the Minnesota. Take a screenshot and post it on your Instagram stories tagging me or send that screenshot to yael at com. Every single one of you who submits a review and sends it via Instagram stories or email will be getting a Starbucks gift card and get 20 minutes with me where we get to chat one-on-one. Yeah, we get to drink that coffee together. So here we go, ladies. Enjoy our first mini-sode. <laughs> in which we can allocate our money okay we can spend it we can save it we can invest it and we can give it okay those are pretty much the ways we can allocate money yeah spend save invest give and usually when we talk with any and again in the normative personal finance space any personal finance professional will tell you that the way we allocate money is actually in that in, not in that order. It would be in the order of first we save, invest, depending where you're holding, spend, and then, if there's anything left, you give. okay? So that's the standard. There's like a very old, old, classic personal book that brought this to the fore, this idea of Paying yourself first. It's called The Last Man of Babylon. I'm not saying that you should read it, but the point of that book, The Last Man of Babylon, he was the first author who talked about the idea of paying yourself first, which is a good idea. And I'm going to teach it to you in another context. But it, our financial paradigm is almost the opposite. Because we, as opposed to the normative financial paradigm, which is save invest spend and then give we give first so it's not that we pay ourselves first meaning we save or invest first we actually give first we all know that we have a mitzvah to give maaser to give 10% of our after tax earnings to charity and that does not happen after we've taken care of our expenses that actually happens from the top line well after taxes cuz that's kind of something we have to take care of. Okay. And I, I, I want to stress this. I mean, I can't be more emph- emphatic. I think it's a word emphatic about this because I've seen the impact in my life and now I'm seeing the impact in my students' lives. I have students who are still with me on like a group coaching program. They like went through my program um, for eight weeks and then they stayed together with me. And she was sharing with us last Wednesday that the, of everything we've learned, and she's done so much, like she started now her own business. She's done so, so much, but she still goes back to that the, the Meister account, which I'm going to teach you about today, has totally changed me and my husband. It's just, it's, it's literally life changing, okay? However, when we think about giving, for many of us at different times in our lives, the First instinct that we tend to have is that when there is a financial downturn and we see this, obviously people who, receive, you know, people who work for nonprofits and depend, you know, on charitable giving and also at that see it immediately. When there's a financial downturn, the first thing that tends to, that we tend to cut off is the charitable giving. And I could tell you in my own life, embarrass, as embarrassing as it is, that many years ago, during the time of the first financial recession in 2008, when the stock market crashed and my husband and I actually saw he was about to lose his job and there was like a big balagan, we were used to living in Asia actually, we weren't even living in America. That was one of the first things that we let go of because it makes financial sense, right? If we don't have, you don't give. Like, I'm sorry, I can't give. But it doesn't work that way. It doesn't have any, it doesn't make any Jewish financial, financial sense, like, like, I, like I like to say. So I sometimes say, like, yeah, we used to give, and you could have said, like, oh, maybe we even give generously. But really, we realized that was a huge flaw. It was later when we realized this had been a really, really, yeah, a huge flaw in our operating system, how we operate our finances. We didn't, and the flaw is this. Not that we didn't have an understanding of tzedakah in general. It's that we didn't understand the system and we didn't have a system. We didn't implement a system, meaning we didn't give systematically. It was more like if we have, we'll give and we'll give very much. We'll give very generously. Why not? But if we don't, you know, uh, well, we're not going to give, right? Things are tight now. How am I going to give? We're not going to give, right? It's a recession. And here's the transformational news. Judaism flips this entire paradigm on its head because we have to give first. We don't, it's not limited to whether we have or not. Okay. It's, it's something that is, ne- it was never ours from whatever income we're getting. 10% of that income was not for us to pocket, to pocket. It, it is meant to go out. It is meant to go out and we have to systematize it going out. Otherwise it won't get done. Okay. And again, it was never our money. Um, it wasn't like I I, I I, have this money and now I'm such a generous person and I'm going to share it, I'm going to give it. That is not how we look at tzedakah or giving in any – this is why all of you, I think, know that tzedakah comes from the root word justice, from righteousness. We are doing what's just and right, and right by God. This is his money that he's partnering with us for us to share – Um, in this world. And in fact, I remember years ago, I was, I was at a lecture and I don't know if you guys are familiar with, there's a, there's a Jewish philanthropist. He happens to be a nice friend of of mine from many years ago. His name is Mr. Rohr. And I remember him saying in the name of um, the late Rabbi Gordon of blessed memory that when you give 10% of your earnings to charity, Hashem guarantees the 90%. That's the deal with we're in. Tzedakah, or Miser, to be more specific, is the guarantee of the 90%. That's the partnership. Meaning, God is depositing money with me, trusting that I will manage it wisely, that I will be an agent on his behalf. Okay. And we could believe, and it's very normal to believe that, yeah, I've heard, I've, you know, all this money is a product of my work, and I put all this effort, right, and I'm selling the salad dressings, and I'm going out there, and I'm marketing, and I'm doing all the thing. I'm not picking on you, I'm just the business example that came to mind. Okay, I'm doing all the things, right? It's my creativity, it's my talent, it's my investment, but it doesn't work like that, right? At the end of the day, we have to remember that whatever money comes our way, it's because Hashem's deposited with me. And in, again, implicit in that deposit is that trust that we are going to manage it wisely. And God forbid, if we don't, then Hashem might decide to find another agent that could do a better job, right? So it's up to us to actually do the job as a partner with Hashem, okay? Um, and that's why when we look at what, how the Torah To Torah, even to give it more emphasis. Although I don't, I think it doesn't even need it. But but it's it's actually kind of mind boggling that the Torah goes to this extent when it comes to Meister. When when the Torah mentions the mitzvah of Meister, it says, "Asher teaser," right? Like like give in order to become wealthy. Take aser, take aser, take a take a tithe, so that you will be wealthy. That's what, that's actually, Actually, that's the way the Gemara explains the pasuk, right? When it says give to Meister, then the Gemara comes and explains that that's exactly what it means. It's like you take Meister, you take tithing so that you, Tita, share, so that you will become wealthy in the merit of this mitzvah. And it's really something, it's, it's, again, it's a divine system. It's, we're not making this up. God is saying it like this in the Torah. You want, you do this, And you will become wealthy. And so much so that the Gemara comes on to explain, the Talmud comes on to explain based on a verse in Mishli that God says, you can test me on this thing. On this you can test me. And we know that we're not allowed to test God with any mitzvah. It's not like we can, you know, if I keep kosher, you will marry my daughter. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know how to make up a test with God, but you get what I'm saying, right? We're not really allowed to test God on anything. But when it comes to miser, Hashem says, test me on it. And I don't have the pasuk in front of me, but it's something to the extent of, there's a there's a verse in Mishlei where it's talking about the storage of the, of the miser, of the gathering of the tithing of the fruits, right? Because we know we're talking about agricultural laws in this sense. and And God says, after it's talking about the storehouses will be filled with my he says, and now test me by this that you will see that the heavens will open with abundance. Hey, ladies, I hope you enjoyed this mini sode Please leave a review on iTunes and share the screenshot of your review on Instagram stories, tagging me or via email. I hope this mini sode gave you a boost of confidence, of wisdom, trust, momentum, and speaking of boost, I'll be hosting the Bitachon Boost Retreat on Sunday, July 25th. This will be a virtual all-day retreat where we will go all in on trust, bitachon the only sure way to live a life of tranquility no matter what kind of adversity we may face. I know firsthand the impact of working on bitachon. And I'm here to help you not just understand this powerful tool, but make it actionable, making it something you live with every day. Let's get rid of worry and anxiety and live tranquil lives where we're open to the abundance and the goodness that God has in store for us. Block your calendars. I've planned a super special and life-changing day for you. Me and my guests will bring you super hands-on exercises and inspire you with wisdom and experience so that absolute trust becomes your default state of being. Get in at the early bird rate and save $70 by heading over to jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash retreat to join. Plus, if you're one of the first 10 ladies to register, you will receive the newly printed book, Gate of Trust, which is hands down, the best resource on the topic. And not only beautiful spiritually, but physically. It's a gorgeous book you will enjoy learning again and again. So block your calendars for July 25th and save $70 by enrolling at the Early Bird Prize at com forward slash retreat. I can't wait to see you on July 25th. Thanks for listening to Jewish Latin Princess Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes. Leave a rating and share the podcast with the Jewish women you love. To access today's show notes, ask Yael a question, or suggest a uniquely talented Jewish woman to be featured on the show, visit JewishLatinPrincess.com.